1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Caged In. I was supposed to be joined this week by Joe Mel, and Phil from those movie guys, but unfortunately for them, they were on an expedition looking for treasure and got trapped inside of a cave that shut behind them. And don't worry, we've got teams out there looking for them right now. But I found my excavating pal... Good friend of the podcast, Bob. Hello there. <laughs> From tonight with Bob and Joe. How are you doing this evening, Bob? I'm,
0: d- I'm doing very well, man. How are you? I
1: am. I I, I am very good. Yes, yeah, a bit of fun packed day. Um, I am ready for some national treasuring. <laughs> okay. Have a Have
0: you ever? You know the drill by now. If you don't, okay, have I ever seen the original the, the original film? Um, or this film? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen this film and. That, But I have seen the one before it. I've seen National Treasure 1. Would you call it that? National National Treasure, treasure, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I've seen it, yeah, and and I liked it. I remember liking it and thinking it was better than what I thought it was going to be like. And uh, this is my loose memory of it. Before you, I I would like you to give me a lowdown on what happened, but my vague sort of abstract memory of National Treasure is a guy is looking for some treasure. He has a scroll of some sort in a leather satchel. Uh, Sean Bean comes in at some point, and he's very aggressive, and there's a bit where Nicolas Cage wears some green glasses, and he can see through to secret messages within an Illuminati—not not Illuminati, uh, a Freemason's text or something. That's all I remember about the film. But I remember liking it. Well, you pretty much nailed it. It's kind of
1: like about this kind of like treasure hunter whose family have been searching for this treasure which very cleverly ties into things of actual American history so like has the declaration of independence right, I imagine yeah. like everybody knows that famous line where he's like I'm going to steal the declaration of independence <laughs> and like that ties in neatly with like historical landmarks so like the Liberty Bell and stuff like that. Isn't
0: some of it true as well like some of it like some of this kind of Freemason stuff about like is it Washington being built in like weird little pentagrams and stuff like that? That's like that's like factual. They built they built stuff in, isn't it?
1: That stuff may be true, but it, it's not brought up. But like it kind of it does that thing. I it kind of excites me as well. I kind of really like this kind of treasure hunting, looking yeah. for clues, going to places because it's almost like as a child I remember like elements of thinking like stuff like that could happen. Do you
0: know what I mean? Like, oh, definitely, it has happened, right? Yeah,
1: and like. I don't know just that that idea of one day moving a book on a bookcase and, and it'll oh. it, it, click
0: <sighs> yeah
1: and into some unknown
0: like I'd find I don't know yeah on related note you know Peter Jackson has a bookcase like that and, um, when, and when you move the, the little book there's a little tunnel with a plastic skeleton in it and when you go down it goes into the little Hobbiton little house the little Hobbit house
1: that's amazing <laughs> no. wow that like bloody hell I want an invite to Peter Jackson's house <laughs> I know I ASAP know. I know I know um, but yeah, this he manages to actually find a treasure. Um, right. He's being hunted down by Harvey Keitel as well. He's like, he's like what in this one? In in in, in the previous one, in yeah. The previous he's one, one of the. Um, oh, I don't remember Harvey Keitel. Yeah, he's one of like the FBI agents, and oh, then kind wow. the of like, plea bargains <laughs> with him at the end to put all the treasure.
0: Sean Bean's in it as well, right? Sean Bean. Oh, right, it's right, a right. stellar
1: cast. Um, wow. Justin is in it as this kind of, like, stooge sidekick who's, like, um, kind of a bit <laughs> of a mace. Who? Justin Bartha, who is what? probably most famously known as being the guy who misses out in all of the Hangover films. Right. the The guy who's, like, like wedding it is in the first one. Ah,
0: uh, I said I can visualise his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He's got, yeah. He,
1: um, and Diane Kruger plays the love interest, Diane Kruger, right. in... Uh, uh. Tarantino's Glorious Bastards right okay and who else have we got in there we've got uh, John Voight as well right playing um, Nicholas Cage's Ben Gates's father and right. like kind of he's pushed away the past of
0: this is a Dis- sorry this is a Disney film right it is it's just based on a ride or something or is this like, like Pirates of the Caribbean or I, I'm, not too, like I'm not too sure of that like, it's got that vibe to it
1: yeah you know? yeah yeah but like Unlike Pirates of the Caribbean, like this feels like it doesn't overstay its welcome yeah, yeah. and just <laughs> oh, rely on the wacky <laughs> portrayal of one character. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is I don't know, this has kind of got like an intrigue of like a an Indiana Jones for like the a new generation. And for a
0: younger generation. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like I I don't know, I think like it probably has that novelty as well of playing upon the idea of um being being somewhat like historical and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah, you know? pseudo historical. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, it can, kids, you can kind of pass it off. This is the type this of This is film educational, yeah. <laughs> this is the type of film you would imagine, like. Being at school, end of term, when the teachers have given up, just want to go on summer holiday. No, so like, just
0: fucking watch National Treasure. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stick it on.
1: Your history teachers had had enough. They're well, like, the,
0: the first one must have been very successful. They made a sequel, right? Yeah, I mean, and um, there
1: has been talks, i say it now, there has been talks for years, like it's something that cages us asked constantly in interviews and stuff like that. Will there be a trilogy? Will wow. there be a third instalment? Yeah. In the national treasure, that,
0: it really must have meant something to people, though. Right? This yeah, and
1: there's there's a considerable gap between
0: the between years, between know.
1: these. There's a, there's a there's a four year like three to four year gap, which wow. like normally like nowadays oh, yeah. sequels are next just, year. like next year. Yeah, they're filming. Like the first one before uh, the second one before the first one's even released yeah, in cinema, or like, back or to back, back or to back. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah They're just trying to milk that tea dry of the <laughs> yeah. franchise, but like this, yeah. and it seems like like really? I don't know. Cage always seems in interviews like he is a gung ho for them to bring back Ben Gates and the Gates family oh. to look for more treasure, and oh. I. I welcome it. I,
0: I would like to be a part of his
1: merry band of... Um,
0: oh, all those, all those. Sorry, what were you going to say? Merry band of...
1: Treasure hunting, like... Yeah, treasure hunting people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so was would it? I. Yeah. So would
0: I, and I barely remember the first film. Uh, but uh, what was I going to say? No, I was going to say, it's a bit like... The whole thing's a bit like... Uh, sort of like, what if the Da Vinci Code was kind of light-hearted and, and actually good? Or actually cool.
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah. I remember going into the first Da Vinci Code and all I remember is Tom Hanks's terrible hair. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I suppose some people would say that about Cage's wig as well, though, right?
1: Yeah, but I think, I, from what I remember of the National Treasure, Film, it's quite understated and, like, naturalistic and, like, he's not trying to flounce it up like we've seen in, like... Yeah. Next, for instance, the last film I watched, oh, yeah. his hair is fucking terrible. <laughs> Like it, it kind of looks like a, um, you know, like if you have long hair and you put a hair like a hairband on, oh, and yeah. it's real, like, scrape but a really scullety looking cut, <laughs> yeah. and it is not a good look for anyone, especially a man like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have seen this film as well. So, um,
0: yeah, yeah. oh, you seen it earlier. I yeah. have
1: seen, I have seen National Treasure. Two. Book of Secrets. Wow! To give it its full title. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's only one way to find out what is in that Book of Secrets, Bob. <laughs> How's that? That's to get raging with Cage. <laughs> National Treasure, the Book of Secrets. What did you think, Bob? Uh,
0: I I I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's not it's not you know it's not avant garde. It's not um, it's not going to win any sort of magic awards for anything. Um, the acting's not like incredibly compelling Cage is fantastic as always I mean he's got some great sort of some Cage moments in there as well and they really do make the most out of him he's kind of uh, he adds an unusual flair to, uh, to 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 this kind of movie or whatever this is some kind of puzzle treasure hunting whatever this genre is I don't really know what it, know, it is I don't think like family adventure isn't it family like, adventure yeah. somehow having Cage there it, gi- it gives it it's not like it's not like edginess he adds to it but he adds a sort of like a sort of a sort of happy madness to it which really which really makes it like far more compelling that i mean i can't imagine this film without him it's, it's it's welcomed as well he looks like
1: he is having a blast <laughs> yeah, yeah. as do like many like, other of the like cast and like let's not forget this cast is stellar like phenomenal. i think we've got three oscar winners <laughs> wow. in there like cage cage himself um who else have we got Helen Mirren, obviously, of course. Wow, yeah. And um, possibly... Oh, let me think about it. John Voight. Ah, right, yeah. And then two Oscar nominees in Harvey Keitel and Ed Harris.
0: Yeah, wow. And Ed Harris, I mean... He's a particularly cool sort of semi-villain, whatever the hell he is in this movie, uh, quasi-villain or something. But he's really, he's really great. I mean, he's, he's just—he's always great in everything. But but it's it, it's 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 so great that they have this guy in this kind of family movie because he's so—he's it's he's almost too dark for a family movie. Not what he does, but just the way Ed Harris is. Yeah, well, like even like he's kind of
1: taken the mantle uh, for any of you have seen the first one of like the kind of. Sean Bean character, because obviously right, yes. in a treasure hunting adventure film, you've always got to have the rivalling factions, both trying to find the treasure, and our hero uh, Ben Gates and his ragtag bunch are always one step ahead, but um, Ed Harris and his like nameless goons, he's not really a part <laughs> of any organisation, he's just kind of got a, a mirage of hired guns who just turn up when needed. Um, and it's kind of interesting, well, because he seems to have a right-hand man who, like, especially like, in a scene quite early on when they're in London, yeah, the guy who's, like, chasing down, like, Cage, and he gets in the cab, and he's, like, the silenced pistol. Do you know the guy I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Who, all of a sudden... He seems to be doing, like, a lot of the footwork for Ed Harris. <laughs> yeah, it <yeah>. Just disappears.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. yeah, that is strange. He's not there anymore. Do you think there was a deleted scene where he flips in a car or something? Or?
1: Well, I <laughs> have a theory. Yeah. And I think I may have some information here. Okay. That he may have been fired. <gasps> oh,
0: my God. For what? Um, he stole the treasure before the well, last scene. Uh, I'm not
1: really too sure. I, I, I definitely read it when I was... Having a little flick through on IMDb trivia, okay,
0: um, that is fascinating. It's a, it's a bit like a sort of Willem Dafoe on the set of Heaven's Gate. Like, yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. he just kind of he just kind of poofed out of nowhere and was gone. Wow, um, I can't think of any other other anything any other time that's really happened in a film before. I guess he's not a major character, so they thought no one would notice.
1: Well, it's like the kind of um, you know the guy in. Um, one of the like Harry Potter, one of Malfoy's goons, yeah, halfway through the series, doesn't just change actor, changes race.
0: Wow, <laughs> so, that's a real, that's a real crazy. There's one. a lot of magic going
1: on. Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they can get away with it. And, I, yeah. and like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would just assume in this, he got, he got his, his part had been played. So Ed Harris had him like quietly pillow over the head of night (laughs) and he was done for like um so let's have a little chat about what actually happens fantastic in this film do you want to do do you want to do you want to kick us off with uh yes so
0: so at the very beginning we we're 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 plunged into a period drama uh set in what 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 century are we in what what was that
1: well it's the day it's the day after the civil war is over it's the night of Abe Lincoln's assassination.
0: Which they kind of, I didn't, I did Did you, the first time you saw this, did you get that immediately even before you actually see him literally assassinate the president? No, 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 no. no. Is, and that's, so the intention is you don't know that's John Wilkes Booth until that moment.
1: I imagine if you're a bit more like, clued bit, up, clued up on, yeah. on American history, I imagine for American audiences, they were probably like... On oh, the I bolt. know what this I is. Know. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. 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 It's ram- we it's rammed down <laughs> their throat. You know,
0: yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's... But it's what well, the first thing I was going to say is that it's it's got a great sort of period detail. I mean, I'm I'm no historian. I don't know if they've, they've <laughs> nailed the outfits, but it, everyone looked that looked, looked the part. Everything looks really good. They've clearly tried to make it immersive and atmospheric. And
1: well, it almost feels like they kind of like shot. Shot these scenes in tandem with maybe like a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. like, uh, like uh, Jerry the- Bruckheimer's yeah. like. I've got a load of costumes left over from pirates like <laughs> yeah. yeah you could borrow them if
0: you want for a little bit the, the island of Tortuga Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like suddenly suddenly, John Wilkes Booth world yeah that's really interesting I was saying before because you've just seen that Disney that Disney world logo at the beginning it weirdly looks like it could be a bit of Disney world that's like, like like the crazy history world you know what I mean like, yeah yeah,
1: yeah like you could actually go <laughs> sit in the tavern that uh, Ben Gates like great 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 <laughs> yeah. grandfather is in when he gets approached by two gentlemen asking him (laughs) to like foil a cipher that they have found and like this kind of sets up the premise for the film, it, it doesn't does. it?
0: It also sets up the genre itself. It's like we're in for a bit of a crossword puzzle of a movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like, not like all an anagram of a movie. He's trying, yeah. to, he's trying to sort out, you know, the different letters and put it together and things. But and then there's a savage moment where the guy's like, you know, he pulls the guy, you know, the, the president's been assassinated, uh, and then suddenly, you know, uh, Ben's uh, great grandfather suddenly realises that, that, that this. That, this is some sort of horrible plot to bring back the confederates and then this confederate guy pulls a gun under the table and says look you better like you better solve this fucking puzzle otherwise you know i'm gonna kill you and i mean it's a sort of savage moment and then that kid shows up this little kid and he's like no don't kill him or something like that and this is kind of moment you think they're not gonna he's not gonna shoot the kid or the guy in, in, in this disney movie and then he doesn't, obviously. Well, definitely. obviously,
1: he, he he has to survive because the tale could never be passed down of from course. generation to generation. Course, and yeah. the plot of this film could not unfurl. <laughs> yeah. But in relation, you mentioning anagrams, here is a fantastic anagram from The Anagram Hunter. I thought I'd slip this one into Brilliant. the episode as opposed to just <laughs> out of the blue. Um, Benjamin Gates is an anagram for Best Mega Ninja. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is that
1: uh, it's a fantastic has nothing to do <laughs> with this film it is nothing about nicolas cage looking for some type of ming dynasty treasure <laughs> that would be a fantastic film if you're listening hollywood we got ya
0: <laughs> so what happens next what what happens after
1: this so flash forward and it's um cage and his dad are doing like a talk about how um oh yeah this yeah yeah the, they're, yeah, they're, they've essentially been telling a story yeah. that we have seen, and there then is a, a character, Ed Harris's character, is introduced to say, What you're saying is bullshit, and to bring the tension into the film. Again to bring the Gates family's name into disrepute as nutters.
0: Absolutely. And just, just to show how high budget this auditorium, like like whatever they're doing is here, that what they do is that someone puts a camera on him and suddenly Ed Harris is then projected into the yeah. entire auditorium. I thought that's pretty fucking sweet. I wish they actually did that in like conferences and stuff
1: like that. Imagine that though, going to a QA <laughs> yeah, and then like Excuse
0: me, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah. but it's also also, so Ed Harris is here and you're already like okay so this sort of I mean you've had quite a dark beginning now Ed Harris is here
1: he's sinister lurking on his own isn't he nobody's sat next to him I'm not sure if that's because he's had like I don't know he's had like a a French soup for lunch, so he's like, <laughs> yeah. a bit, a bit a bit garlicky, a bit oniony. Or if he's just, he's got that sinister vibe, and people are like, oh. He's
0: also sitting on a balcony, which isn't dissimilar to what we've just seen, where the president himself has been assassinated. So I don't know if that's supposed to be some sort of mirroring or whatever. <laughs> I would like, I would
1: like to, I would like to put um, John Turtlebat Taub to have to have the <laughs> foresight to do such a thing. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe the um, the the the. W- the Wibbleys so the, wrote it into the script the, that they uh, the, the, the traveling Wibbleys. <laughs> the traveling Wibbleys. that is not <laughs> us just talking shit that is
0: actually who this screenplay
1: is written by um fantastic
0: <laughs> a family of traveling screenwriters and, uh. the, and then and then what happens is so he 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 reveals he gets his page and he says look uh, this is the missing part of this of this page and it's going to prove Nicholas Cage that your grandfather was in fact a man who assassinated or helped to assassinate. The, uh, Lincoln himself and Nicolas Cage is like no fucking way and so is his dad he's like no way man and then he's like look let's put these pages together but they do it after everyone's left they do it everyone's left the auditorium like they've gone home sh- shaking their hands we don't see that bit yeah, yeah, yeah. but then afterwards everyone's left it's abandoned now they're putting the page together sure they could have just done it in front of everyone oh, that would have been a, that would
1: have been very tense HD camera on
0: there get that yeah, on the, yeah. the big screen but, but speaking of which so they're, they're putting the page together and rather than everyone crowding around the page to see whether it fits everyone just watches the screen which I think is kind of a, maybe it's that like postmodern statement 'Cause I'd want to see the actual bit of paper, but to get I wouldn't be like trusting what the projector was like. <laughs> I'd be like, no, 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 let's move out of the way. I want to see if that <laughs> actually fits, you know. I mean? It was like, no, I'm happy with the screen projection. And of course it does fit. Uh and that means that of course Nicolas Cage has got to go on a fucking mad cap adventure to find out whether or not his grandfather um in fact was part of this conspiracy.
1: But the way he does that is he wants to find a lost treasure, um, or, like, a lost city of gold. Mm-hmm. But how I don't... I'm not sure how that proves that he didn't.
0: Yeah, no, I i, I didn't quite work that out. I mean, it, I, yeah, all, there's just a bit in the film where, basically, the president is like don't worry, mate, he definitely didn't do it. And you're like, yeah, fair. But what I thought was kind of interesting is clearly like, uh, what's his name? Ben, Ben Gates. Ben Gates. Yeah. So Ben Gates is supposed to be, obviously he's a, he's a Spelunker. He's an adventurer. He's a puzzle solving guy, but he's also supposed to be a, you know, a history buff and a historian, right? But he seems to go at this case as if he's trying to disprove this new theory in order to sort of, uh, in order to make sure that his family name is clear. He's actually he's not really interested in the truth. He's just interested in bending the truth toward his version of events, which is very unscientific, it's very very much not what a historian should do.
1: Well, it seems that like there is two readings of this film mm. that either he is a good guy or him and his whole team are <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. Because they essentially have no regard for anyone else. But themselves and their personal mission are happy to like run riots on the streets of any city in the world. They seem to have this crazy unlimited budget to go wherever they want, (laughs) willy-nilly. Even after one of the characters, Riley, a returning character from the first film, Mm -hmm. has openly declared he is... Broke. Yeah, his car has been towed.
0: He's six million in debt.
1: Yeah, the IRS have caught up with him because he's been swindled by a corrupt accountant.
0: Oh my god, who's yeah. who's
1: put his money in an offshore account <laughs> on 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 the island of Tortuga, a fictional <laughs> place. <laughs>
0: um, I've got to say, the first time you see Riley. Um, in the bookshop, he's selling he's selling a book which is clearly the, some of the events that you've seen in the first film. Right now, now, now have been, but including some conspiracy theories. And well, stuff he's especially. cashing in yeah.
1: on like that the fact that they found the lost treasure of the Templars. Right, of course. So of course. that's obviously like that's why yeah the title is
0: Lost Treasure of the Templars As, and uh, and, yeah. and other. Of other tidbits and... And real-life mysteries that were proved true or something. But we're introduced to, to Riley's modus operandi for the whole film, which is essentially gold and pussy right right there yeah, yeah, that yeah. Thing, right? so like he, he's literally he's trying to hit on different girls but they don't really like him because they know he's not the real treasure hunter but something about this 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 the, the comedy that was going on there it's not highbrow comedy it's not it's not it's not really articulate but it's quite warm it's a bit fluffy but it was sort of well done the punchlines were kind of and already then I was like I think I'm going to enjoy this film I, 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 got, I was laughing along with every beat and I was I was impressed by by how quickly it could get me into that frame of mind.
1: Well, there's a thing you could be very cynical and like yeah. imagine other. Uh, there's been other cage films where I have been very cynical, like on the thing. But this is just so warm, and you feel like the intentions of it are 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 well. Do you know they're what I mean? Like, like, wholesome. Yeah, yeah, and they're trying to like. They're trying their best to incorporate as many elements from history, and I've, like I've heard Nicholas Cage say in interviews, that is a reason why the third film is taking so long because they have to line it up to some elements of history; otherwise, it all kind of falls apart and it's not as exciting as to just go like, "Oh, this is about like the, um, <laughs> like, like I don't Franklin D. Bobble what? Shield of of like." Do you know what yeah, I mean? C- yeah. Kentucky.
0: They want it to be like some actual relic or some actual connection to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah if that's yeah. actually true, that's that's quite that's quite sweet.
1: Yeah, they try and they try and find like obviously like looking between the lines of history, like things that could have happened, but like we don't quite know. But involving people who actually were involved in history, whether it be Abraham Lincoln or um, John Wilkes
0: Booth or. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. Like t- I'm
1: talking about two people from one event. There, <laughs> yeah. there was a whole mirage of other people. I can
0: say the first thing that blew my mind about this movie was I had no fucking idea that there was a uh, uh, a Statue of Liberty in in Paris. Yeah, you were you. You, you made me pause the film. And like, <laughs> what? And it's apparently it's opposite the Eiffel Tower according to the film as well.
1: I've never been. I'm. I'm taking this. I'm taking this film for it, and it, it kind of it makes sense to me anyway because yeah, the 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 uh, the Statue of Liberty in New York was a gift to the Americans
0: from the french amazing I, mean, I just had no idea it just shows you how fucking little i know about history that i need national treasure 2 to inform me in this kind of stuff well like the film is doing
1: more than just giving us two hours of entertainment it's giving us a little bit of knowledge for
0: that little brain box upstairs there is uh, there's a great moment we've, we've mentioned it a few times i think just personally just talking about the, the film before uh, but like uh, there's a great moment where he's like how fast can we get to london uh, I think as soon as they they solved the first puzzle of the of like l- looking at the uh, the statue of liberty they realized that the, that they're going to find this puzzle in the in this magical desk this sort of puzzle box desk, which is gonna be in Queen Victoria's desk actually, which is Yeah, in, in,
1: in like a in a den a study in like the back of uh, Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace,
0: right. And he's like, How fast can we get to London or something? And in that moment, like it really does in that moment it is, it is the same genre as the Da Vinci Code. I mean, there's literally a moment in the Da Vinci Code where he's like, We gotta get to a library. Or like, how fast can we get to a library <laughs> or something? It's exactly the same. And I, I couldn't help but feel as well that there is something similar about uh, Nicholas Cage's haircut and Tom Hanks's haircut yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. There was something going on there. I, I, there must be more going on than just just aesthetic similarities as well. I mean, these films. It's like it's like this is kind of for the easygoing, not that interested in Jesus and religion sort of uh, family movie. People who go to see this, and then Da Vinci Code is more like kind of adult. It's a little bit edgy. Yeah. it's about Jesus. It's about blood. Or I think the thing like, like how this
1: differs to the Da Vinci Code though is that this has firmly got its tongue in its cheek. Yeah, totally. Whereas yeah. like the Da Vinci Code, tongue up his own arse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's
1: very much like oh, like for, like third year like coll- it like, like like college student like. Oh, check out my thesis. Mary Magdalene. On, yeah, on, yeah. on, on religion.
0: Oh, what, if she, what if she had sex with Jesus and then had some babies? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's very, it's very like... I don't what know. if they're hidden in a painting?
1: <laughs> All I can think of is a turtleneck sweater
0: and and, and a beret, someone looking very smug with themselves. <laughs> Um, but so th- this is this, so. Immediately, the first thing we find out is that Ed Harris is not going to let Cage just knock about trying to trying to clear his grandfather's good name um, without Ed Harris literally sticking his fingers in his mysterious puzzle solving pies. Um, so what he does is he breaks into his dad's house in the middle of the fucking night and he knocks out Nicholas Cage's dad. He knocks him out cold. Not only that, but, uh,
1: I uh, I've got a problem with this <laughs> yeah. because they do it to clone his phone so right. they can see all the activity whether it's ben gates like calling him or text messages or any clues they can get to be literally level pegging with uh, the gates tribe and their quest for the treasure <laughs> yeah surely with like he's an older he's an elder gentleman they could have like someone pickpocket him or just crept in under the cover of night whilst he's asleep. Took his phone from a jacket pocket, yeah. cloned it, and then slipped it back. A stealthier burglar could have just come in and just taken the phone. So yeah. I don't understand why there had to be three gentlemen, one gentleman to <laughs> knock him out, one gentleman to clone the phone, and Ed Harris to be there to yeah, just really, kind of give
0: them like the. It's what if? Well done, boys. For, for one second, if, if I mean, if literally, um, Nicolas Cage's dad. Um, uh, so, Mr. Gates, Daddy Gates, had seen Ed Harris. That surely Ed Harris's shit would have all been foiled immediately. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, he just sees him for one second before he gets kn- knocked out. He calls Cage and goes, "Look, Ed Harris has been in my fucking house. Like Mitch has been in my house. That would have been the end of it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, the... So why, why was why was Mitch there? It doesn't, it doesn't. That doesn't add up. That is a plot hole onto itself. There was no reason for Mitch to be there, just to make sure the job was done right. All that he needed to do was
1: he had the guy the guy who cloned the phone had tons of phones all that needed to be was a cutaway scene of him going the job's done and Mitch going fantastic
0: Fantastic. (laughs) and that that that's all that needed to happen. I don't... Yeah, I don't know... So so then what happens is his dad, thankfully, you know, fucking Jesus, uh, you know, he wakes up the next day alive, not with any sort of, uh, you know, long-lasting head trauma or anything like that for being knocked out by this uh, this goon, and, um, and he calls Cage who's kind of in the middle of something. I forget exactly what, but some sort of puzzle solving. And he goes, he goes, he goes, "Uh, Look, look, son, you know, uh, Ben, I've been, I've just been knocked out in the middle of the night by a home invader. And Cage goes, Jesus, dad, call the cops. And then he says, oh, what would that do? They didn't take anything. And Cage goes, okay. And then they (laughs) move on. Jesus, if my parents, if someone had broken into the house and knocked out one of my parents, I wouldn't stop. Until the police had tracked down and found this guy, right, or I'd go and fucking find him myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, I, I wouldn't be like, let's keep puzzle solving. This is more important. It's not more important. There's been a home invasion. <laughs> I mean, it's bizarre. It just it at that point, does Cage clock that it must be them that has, has done it, or does he not? Does he just think, oh, that was just a home invasion that's unrelated to the story?
1: Well, I think he's like, this has been something that has plague their family for years, like, do you right, know what I mean? They've yeah. always had a bit of run-ins with people and stuff like that. And I believe he trusts his dad, like, his dad knows the importance because that was his life before it was Benjamin Gates's life, so, like, he's, like...
0: He was a sort of puzzle-solver, yeah, too.
1: Yeah, al- always got to press on with the mission at hand and stuff like that. Mm. And, um... But, yeah, let's talk about Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah, okay. And most importantly... Let's talk about Nicolas Cage's English accent.
0: <laughs> yeah, is that in the hotel? It, no, it's in Buckingham that's Palace in, when they have the Palace, argument. Yeah, yeah yeah. Right, yeah, yeah,
1: When he has he has the argument and like he's pretending to be drunk and
0: like oh, it is yeah. it's fantastic. It's really well... I mean, obviously the accent's terrible. It's shocking, but like in a in a kind of funny way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's but it's just it's a brilliant moment because that whole bit is like an extendo cage moment it's like it's like what you want he's freaking out he does the he does the arm thing that i was talking about that he yeah. does it, you know he well extends- he
1: does the he does the um there were glimpses of vampires kiss cage in this yeah. yeah like it's when he kind of like the gestures and like the point at at diane Kruger's character is like fuck that is the guy like yeah yeah i love and like him shouting haggis <laughs> yeah. is fucking great, <laughs> yeah. and all this is a ploy, though. So him and um, uh, Abigail get
0: locked up inside of like the prison in it, Buckingham it's, Palace. It's, it's really, can... really quite inadequate that prison as well. It's like it's like a bit of sort of mesh. It sort of looks like what you'd use to maybe store, like a bike to store your bikes on a train.
1: Yeah, or like uh, you know, like um, a beer store. Like in, 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 if you were, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, <laughs> yeah.
0: like just a kind of beer cage where they keep the booze separate. <laughs> it's very yeah, very bizarre. Why does Cage take those flowers? Because he takes those flowers from the thing in that scene. I'm not really too sure because I, I wasn't i didn't i didn't understand so he, he takes he takes the flowers and then and then riley lets them out through his kind of wizardry um and then they get into a uh, to a dumbbell together, one of these kind of weird like dumb waiter of, yeah. dumb yeah. waiter sorry not a dumb, <laughs> dumb waiter and uh, and, the, and then they travel up there together um and then he's still got the flowers, but i'm not really sure why he took the flowers there's some sort of romantic gesture or what the fuck? i'm not sure
1: <laughs> or, or maybe so if like someone sees him, he can look like he works there moving flowers around or something like that. I'm just putting this vase in just, in, the, in the in the queen's study. <laughs> oh
0: right, right, okay, that's, that's, that's that does sort un, of make sense. Yeah, that's the only but, thing I can yeah, think also of. Also it's got just to, just to go back to that scene where he's where he's sort of he's caging out in the in the you know in the lobby, um, when he we he has he wants to seem like he's he's drunk, so he gets a tiny bit of uh, alcohol on his fingers, puts it on his tongue and then puts it on either side of his uh his neck there. Why I mean if this this really shows what a family friendly film it is because I mean, Cage would just drink that fucking yeah, yeah. drink. Neck the neck the miniature.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. I mean, well, why not? But like, the idea is, oh, it's a family friend. He couldn't do it. I be like, oh, fucking hell. Like, he was this one, guy.
1: One of the only <laughs> things I can think, though, is maybe like because he knows what they're doing is important. He's yeah, got he to have all this
0: facilities at hand yeah he can't be he can't be actually but no one's got a vice in this movie you know what I mean this what you, you, you see that in a lot of family movies and stuff like that, that no, no one's really got no one's even really depressed or anything there isn't there, there, there's no kind of there's no shadow looming over the over the film I mean it's actually only toward the end where you get like real like serious like death starts to happen I mean, I mean there is a death at the very beginning two deaths at the beginning Lincoln <laughs> and of course the grandfather but, but I mean the more like actual like ah there's trauma yeah. going on it's like much later you know um, what else happens after that? What's going on? Oh, yeah, so they, they go up, they find this fucking desk.
1: They find the desk, they find like a bit of wood that happens to be like with some Native American scripture mm-hmm. on there. And they only know one person who can translate it, and it happens to be Mama
0: Gates, played by Helen, Helen Mirren. Mirren. Can, we, can we also just talk about that puzzle box scene on, on the desk? Because yeah. I think the way they show you the, the interior of the, bo- uh, the actual puzzle box, so every time they get a combination, that you see whether or not like the number one works, and yeah. so you see the go down. It was a real great visual way of explaining it. I think you pointed out something about it, though, right, that they don't close the shelves. They don't actually close the each each. Well, you don't see them. The draw. They don't actually close the draw, but because they start I, over again <laughs> when
1: they get yeah. it wrong. And then you see them pull the drawers out again, but they never closed them in the first place. <laughs> right, yeah. And why would they close all four drawers when it's only the last two numbers they're changing? Because <laughs> it's like the, the first so- number they go for is like 1864, for, yeah, for instance. Exactly, yeah. And then the second one is like 1871. Uh, uh, so you would only have to changed the last two draws
0: uh, despite despite that uh, i I think it was a real neat visual way of showing oh yeah definitely definitely
1: but obviously one thing about this podcast (laughs) that it will do for me is make me look for flaws in films that i (laughs) particularly enjoy yeah yeah
0: (laughs) so so we're in we're in helen we go to helen mirren for her translation abilities right yeah and she's like thirty two years it's been since she's seen her ex-husband Thirty-two years.
1: I can't. I can't fathom it. Maybe because I haven't <laughs> been alive for thirty-two
0: years. Yeah, no, no. Like oh, I don't know. I. She really. They. Neither of them react. Maybe it's because they need that comic scene. So as they go in, the dad and. Uh, the mum uh, immediately start arguing about a travel situation that happened on holiday, whereby he left like toothbrushes in a in a suitcase that went missing in a taxi or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I mean that's the gag, but really it has been 32 years since they've seen each other. I mean it's been so long that there should be a little bit more of an emotional punch there in that moment. I think. I mean Jesus, if you saw your your, your ex wife, the, the mother of your child, after 32 years, it would be a bit of a you know, wouldn't it? I think the
1: thing they're trying to play on, though, is that, like, to let you see instantly that the spark may still be there. Yeah, just like yesterday. They're still bickering like, like, like an old married couple.
0: You also notice, I mean, maybe it is that Cage just goes to see Helen Mirren every weekend... But they, there doesn't seem to be a lot of love there. She doesn't, like... She. I think they do embrace briefly, but there's not like a, oh, how you doing, Ben? There's no kind of love. There's no, like, real kiss on the cheek. There's. A, it's kind of weirdly a bit... It's a bit of a sort of alien, alienating atmosphere. I mean, Riley decides to set out of the whole thing.
1: Well, they're kind <laughs> of a weird, stoic family of just being very, like, academic and, like... I don't know. I imagine like and that's what
0: they're going for. You, you don't think it's a mistake of the film. You think they're actually they want to show you that these kind of his, history people can't do love very well.
1: I don't know. Like all, all I can think is she's like a a university professor. Right. He's like an aloof treasure hunter. Right. And the
0: I don't know. I don't, don't and Cage really. Is in the middle somewhere. He has a problem with his girlfriend saying the word so.
1: Yeah, well, like, he, I know he was the one I was referring to as the, the aloof treasure. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the dad is, I, I, I don't really, I'm not really too sure. The tired aloof treasure. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I don't, maybe because I enjoy this film, I'm giving it, like, do you know what I mean? More, more of a benefit of a doubt than it maybe deserves. Uh, but, yeah.
0: Yeah yeah who knows who knows yeah but what what I was going to say as well was that the the concept of hiding stuff inside um, like like you know, these desks. As I mean, the film is really all about finding things in desks, which should sensibly be a boring topic, but it isn't. They, they managed to make it quite oh, yeah. fun. Um But it reminded me of how uh, Jack White, before he started the White Stripes, he used to have a, an upholstery company. Do you, have you heard this story before?
1: Yeah, and he used to hide hide old like seven inch <laughs> singles and like CDs or tapes. The old or sofas, and yeah, stuff. in sofas, <laughs> which is fantastic.
0: I know, I love that. I just I just wanted to add that cause I yeah, just, yeah, yeah, and
1: me um, so. Things go on. They go to the White House and find, try and find the other um, oh, the bit desk. of wood
0: yeah. in the re- the other resolute desk. Ooh, it's one sexy scene. The whole film, that isn't it? This one scene because basically what happens is she so so nicholas cage is so ben gates uh, ex-misses who's also been in the first adventure she's now sort of got with um what, someone who works in the white house which is how how during a sort of easter fair she managed to wangle them into the fucking oval, uh, office. oval office and what she does is in order to distract uh, uh his attention from nicholas cage uh, like philandering with this desk she drops an earring but sort of secretly keeps it but then she has to do sexy things to distract the guy so she's got got her tits out he's sort of looking at them she's sort of leaning down they're bending down together oh she ends up full-blown sort of making out with him for ages at one point one moment yeah. while cage kind of watches in a sort of weird voyeuristic depression
1: in a in a in a, in a pinstripe so a very tight pinstripe suit <laughs> it's a white and blue which like I'm not sure if it happens on every TV, but was just really fucking with my eyes from fucking optical illusions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a really weird exchange as well during the Easter fair with oh, Nicolas yeah. Cage and a small child, just like debating history and like this child accusing the Gates family of like being like tarnished and that that the they're great... like assassins. Yeah, they're assassins. <laughs> and then there's the kind of like argument and this kid's like throwing out conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And all I thought was, what a fucking little prick. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, yeah. I don't really, I think obviously it's just, it's comic that scene. And it's also, yeah. it's to show that like Nicholas Cage, is that Ben Gates isn't above arguing with a child about something like this as well, which really shows you how, how petty he is as a man. He won't, he won't even give it to the kid. He's like, there's no fucking way. My family didn't lie. My grandfather wasn't a liar. He will say that to a fucking child. But,
1: the yeah. thing is, as well, is I think that is what he was like as a child. <laughs> yeah, right. Benjamin Gates would have been reading all these theories on history and stuff like that and been that annoying little kid who would be like... <laughs>
0: How oh, do you know about this? Do you <laughs> do know you about, about the pyramids? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you about pyramids. I suppose, pyramids. on a more practical note, I think the reason for having that scene with the kid is to imply how widespread the news has, has become yeah, yeah. that Cage's family are responsible, so Ben Gates' family yeah, are Yeah, it's even hit the playground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know right. if it's
1: hit the playground... It's big news. It's big news. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, totally, that must be it. And then what happens after that then? So we've got... Uh, yeah, they, so they find got the out deposit. that in
1: the desk, the... Um, The piece of wood is missing, but there is a stamp for the president's secret book. But Benjamin Gates, Abigail, Papa Gates have no knowledge of this. The one man who does know about the president's secret
0: book. Riley. Riley. (laughs) Yeah. And also, he won't just fucking tell you it. He makes you go into the back of your van Get, was it a van or was it more like in my memory yeah, so like a VW ice cream, yeah, yeah. an ice cream truck or something <laughs> and and they, they, put, they pull out this book which they, they imply that Riley's obviously like he's, he's, he's treated like a real little bitch because he is a bit of a little bitch but like Cage doesn't even o- bother to open this fucking book and he's like oh he didn't even open it. he's like oh sorry didn't get round to it opens it up he makes him turn to the page look at it and then Riley gives a slightly smarmy like no, really fucking smarmy explanation about it he could have just said i know what this is guys yeah yeah, yeah. he even goes to occasionally he goes "Ah, oh, you know if, if i if, if if it was you saying this to me after one sentence i would have believed you but you're, you're making me really like explain this too much
1: and let's talk <laughs> about riley's book as well just the cover like a piece of shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the type of book that like you would like the, the cover is literally black and just says like in this kind of like a times new roman font <laughs> yeah. just like the treasure of the templars <laughs> yeah. and it is it just looks like a conspiracy theory. it looks like a david ike book <laughs> yeah. it looks like not was, as good yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it probably it's probably some similar stuff in there <laughs> yeah apparently yeah. at one point um you see a page in the book uh-huh that um i think it's early on when he is flicking through and um The document briefly seen in Riley's book is the autopsy report of Marilyn Monroe. Oh, wow. So, obviously, like, tying into the whole, like, uh, maybe the JFK
0: stuff and, like... Well, that's attention to fucking detail, that, that they even... You know, wow! I love that that they bothered to actually print something on the yeah. page. that was because I've heard about stuff like I remember there's a there's an episode. Oh, I love The Sopranos. I love that show so much. But there's an episode in it where he reads a newspaper and they've sort of glued it together. They've sort of collaged it together, clearly in a bit of a rush and like no, that. It's all like it, it doesn't make sense or it's like it's the same text printed in every box <laughs> or something. Like and uh, you know it's good. It's nice that they they paid attention to detail with this. So I like that. That's cool.
1: Well, it's a film that is built up <laughs> yeah. on tiny. Little details, yeah, yeah. and now that they know about the secret
0: president's book, yeah, they've got to talk to the fucking president. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Have we missed out the bit where they go on that crazy car chase yet with the Fullers? Yeah, that was back in London. It <laughs> oh, was that back in London. That was fucking nuts, though. So yeah. there's all this crazy. Oh, this is when the hitman goes missing, right? So when he just suddenly disappears. But there's a bit where they're literally driving down the road. They've like, I mean, it's very dangerous. Don't know what's going on. Riley's cracking jokes in the back, and then suddenly there's this Fuller's this Fuller's van, and it's a really like front full frontal yeah, Fuller's van, yeah, full, yeah. full of
1: uh... Full of casks for like like I don't know, premium ales, a, bit, a nice bitter,
0: and then and then suddenly there's some sort of they had to hit they hit into the back of it or someone hits into them, and then all the fullers barrels come out and start spraying beer across <laughs> yeah, the street yeah, yeah. and stuff.
1: And all I could think is just being there, sipping booze off of the streets of London, the cobbled
0: paths. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so they go see the president. And, well, and, they tr- yeah, they have control. a plan. Okay, they got. A plan. They're like,
1: we've got to talk. I've got to get the president singled out on his own. I've, no we're minders, kid- I've,
0: no aides. Yeah, yeah. I've got to kidnap the president. What? <laughs> this is definitely
1: this film's. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence moment. <laughs> yeah. The moment where you go. He has jumped the fucking shark. He is <laughs> yeah. like he has surely got to be joking. Like where the like how the fuck is he going to pull this off? <laughs> and he does it pretty simply actually? It, he doesn't does, he, he well, just kind of
0: like <laughs> it's, it's simple, but it would require a man of Ben Gates stature to even know about the way that he decides to kidnap him. Basically, that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he manage he manages
0: to infiltrate a party. Like wow. I mean it's so elaborate so first of all it literally cuts from there to like Nicolas Cage with scuba diving gear going into some water and you're like what the fuck like what's going on here and then we realise that his dad is dressed up like a fisherman and is in a boat outside the party <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is really elaborate stuff and then what happens oh yeah the fisherman gets apprehended
1: well not only have like they have made sure that it is at this exact location as well by calling in a lot of like scares that pipes have burst in restaurants, uh, oh, wow, hotels, yeah. and stuff like that, and booking up all the hotels on a specific day, so that the president's birthday has to be at Mount Vernon right. because Cage has a little a little present up his sleeve that he knows will help him. In fulfilling his task, mm-hmm. and that is underneath Mount Vernon, there is a series of tunnels that was built there, like for um, but it, it says something about but, the slaves or like, yeah, yeah, he, to see,
0: escape. He, says, he says that this was given to me by someone, and uh, and it was but it was originally found by the blacks, a black slave who used to live here, or yeah, something, yeah, called Charlotte,
1: yeah. which is a reference to um, the first film, right? Because uh, the first clue we get in the entire National Treasure Saga is The Secret Lies with Charlotte Wow In that Charlotte happens to be a boat but oh. still
0: it feels that the
1: name is
0: significant some connection bringing yeah. it back I've got, I've got to just say right now that nothing excites me more in life really nothing excites me more other than beautiful women than secret fucking tunnels in the ground I mean, I love that shit. I mean, as soon as they, I saw the blueprint, I was, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Even though I know, you know, it's National Treasure. They're going to be a bit papier-mâché. It's going to be some dodgy spiders knocking about and some sort of fake cobwebs, which they were. Uh, you know, I, didn't, I don't mind it. I love the fact that people are going underground buildings and they're looking at tunnels. And I think they did it kind of quite well. It was a bit crystal maze. Like, you know, you close one door, it closes another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how he ends up kidnapping the president. So you know he basically cage goes in and then like he gets him in a room and then he does what does he do Does he just push a certain lever or pushes pushes the door and it closes behind? Well, them? no, he
1: just closes it. He just pulls it closed and like you are going to fucking have a little chat now, mate. <laughs> yeah, and he asks him about the Book of Secrets, the mm-hmm. titular Book of Secrets, right. and says like this is the only way I'm going to be able to clear my grandfather's name. You've got to help me. You've got to really help me out here, Prez. (laughs) Because I'm I'm in a bind. And he says, like, I'm talking to you as a man. This conversation never happened. Yeah, yeah. And then he reels off a load of numbers and facts about the book exists. It's in the Library of Congress. And, like, here's, like, 17 numbers. You've got to remember... And fucking Ben Gates is there, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no worries, mate. He remember's yeah. all these numbers, got it. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. you later, and he's ready. He's already marching <laughs> off, and the president's like, "No, you forgot about these numbers." He's like, "Yeah, got <laughs> yeah. them as well." <laughs> see you later, mate.
0: And then, bang, twenty minutes <laughs> later, he's there
1: at the fucking. Well,
0: one thing he does, he does say to say to, uh, to to Ben, but just just to warn him, the president says, "Look, Ben, uh, you know, you realise after this, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be arrested for kidnapping the president." You know after this, now, this is a funny thing because why why is that the case could Could it not have been that the president simply says look we we were, we were a little bit drunk." We went down into those tunnels underneath there because we thought it'd be fun and he had this map and we didn't realise the door was going to close and it did and we're fine now so don't worry about it but he wasn't trying to kidnap me. That's all the president has to say but instead he doesn't say that and then it launches like a fucking manhunt run by Harvey Duckloving Keitel to to track him down.
1: Well I feel that this is just a device by the filmmakers to put like to turn the heat up and like really get like the do you know what I mean? Not only have we got that Ed Harris and his goons are after Ben Gates, we have the fucking FBI <laughs> yeah. run by Harvey Winston Wolf Keitel. <laughs> yeah. And, like... You can see, you can see the mechanics of the plot working in that moment. They like don't that. really
0: use, they don't really use Harvey that well in the film, other than the other than the duck bit that, that I think we'll talk about. That's coming up, I think. But 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 like, uh, yeah, talk about it now. We talk yeah, about yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a bit where I mean, I think you might be able to explain it more. They t- they're talking on the phone, they're asking a question, and then Harvey Coitel just says, "They're talking in <laughs> the
1: FBI office, right? Okay, because." Um, I think it's, it's bef- about the book of secrets. About He's like, Does the it book exist? Of He's
0: like, Does the book of secrets exist? Yeah,
1: because yeah, he. Yeah, this is before he goes to see the president. He's asking about the book of secrets, and then he says to him, "Do you like
0: ducks?" <laughs> and then like, immediately cuts to like, a, cut to some ducks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I love it. That's but that really is kind like Harvey Keitel's moment in the sun in this movie. He looks, he looks fantastic. He looks really young and like just generally like cool Keitel throughout. But he's not like he's never given that cool police chase moment. He's not. He's never really. He doesn't get his kind of his time in the light. You know.
1: Yeah, but like the thing with that is like he kind of had a similar role in the lo- in the last. Film. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, of just kind of like he's there. We'll cut back to him every now, every now and then, just to and just there. a nice little like pat on the back to go. Ah, it's all gonna be alright. Harvey's here. Yeah, but yeah. seeing these moments of those two together just always reminded me that they have a link together in that they've both played the same character uh-huh. in the Bad Lieutenant films. Oh, of course, Obviously, the original oh. Abel Ferrara Bad Lieutenant. Is played by Harvey Keitel. Wow! And then in the uh, Werner Herzog remake, he's played by
0: Nicolas Cage. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. Yeah. Well, did, did Cage would Cage have known that he was going to do that film when he was making this? Would he have like gone possibly to... not? No. Yeah, yeah. This would have been two
1: thousand and six, two thousand and seven. So
0: some years later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
1: I believe Bad Lieutenant is maybe two thousand
0: and nine, two thousand and ten. Right. Wow. Yeah. So
1: yeah. possibly not. That wouldn't have. It maybe have been very early stage. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like, yeah. I'd love to hear. That's amazing. What, yeah, 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 it's that kind of serendipitous moment that, like, how the like those two people are connected in this film that is just a really on paper should make no sense. All these actors in this film. If you had said like there is a child-friendly family action-adventure film about treasure hunters starring Nicolas Cage with Harvey Keitel, John Voight, Ed Harris and Helen Mirren.
0: I mean, well. to yeah. the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, if that's
1: what someone said to me, I'd be like, I don't, I, 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 I think, I think you've hit your head. <laughs> it makes no fucking it's sense. fever dream. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, like, they've got, they've got more clues and they're barreling on and they, like, and managed to find the fucking tomb of Doom, or like the tomb of gold
0: yeah and and although that was just before they find it they uh, the way they find it is that they uh, somehow oh. they they've got bottles of water and they they're on the top of uh, mount rushmore and they decide he's like we got to splash this water on the rock or something like that and they they don't have that many bottles of water they just basically got one each so it's really lucky or maybe it's just fate it's destiny but they managed to splash the water in the right areas of rock and they, the, the action music is like dun, 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 as they're splashing dun, dun, bits of water dun, dun, on, on from plastic bottles. I mean dun, 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 it is supposed dun, to be funny I get that dun, but like, dun, it's so silly that you're dun, almost like fuck dun, this dun, they could have come up with a better way from to, <laughs> you know, they could have come up with a better way um, to like reveal this fucking hidden golden city but nonetheless they do and then there's this bit where he's got to shove basically Nicolas Cage has got to shove his hand in a in a mystery in a mystery hole in the rock
1: yeah, which always of um I think the same gag is used in the Goonies where someone has right. to do something very similar. They have to like oh move your hand in here and like move it and it could get trapped or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But Cage is fucking great with it. <laughs> yeah. And like just like it's quite a tense moment not, yeah. not but five minutes earlier did ed harris like have guns pointed at his mum and like threatening <laughs> yeah. to kill them all
0: yeah now he's like
1: <laughs> larking around going ah! ah and then like as soon as everyone looks like scared
0: oh, scared he's like yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a shit yeah. they are literally been kidnapped there's a there's a weird vibe of that for i want to talk really about mitch a lot about throughout this sequence as well Not i mean throughout the film like generally a bit mysterious as we said why is he at the crime scene what's going on but but really mitch is a strange character because they seem to sort of they seem to like to cooperate with him as a team um even though he's clearly a mad fucker who will shoot them at any moment and he makes that obvious at various points and he really is going like look you're gonna fucking take me to the temple of gold or i'm gonna kill you I'll, I'll kill your mum, I'll kill your girlfriend. I mean, at one point he's got his knife to, to Nicolas Cage's, like, ex-girlfriend's fucking throat. I mean, I mean, literally so many points. But, he, but he's forgiven time and time again. And I'm, I'm not quite sure why. Is it just to make it more of a family-friendly atmosphere? I don't know, I'm I think sure. it's...
1: Ben Gates tries to just, like... I think he's trying to uphold, like, an American idealism of, like, I don't know... Treasure hunting. Treasure... No, but, like, a, like uh, he's just an all-American good guy. He's a, like, who will look in the eye of adversity and do the right thing. Do you right. know what I mean? Like the noble forefathers before him. Do you know what I mean? Like, his full name uh, is Benjamin Franklin right. Gates. Right, right. So, named after a former president and, yeah, whatnot. But, like, I think he just tries to have some, like, element of nobility about him because he seems to be from some... I'm not sure what the lineage is... Lineages is like it's a Da Vinci like, Code style bloodline, of yeah, presidents. yeah, yeah, of like just nice bloody blokes. I don't, I don't, really, I don't really know. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would guess that it is a thing of like you can't really have like last night. I watched Paddington Two,
0: right, okay. and that film had
1: um, like doesn't have really. Uh, like the bad guy doesn't have like a full comeuppance at the end really yeah it's like it's dealt with off camera because like i feel like in children's films they kind of have to like yeah they don't don't want to show the
0: the electric chair and there's (laughs) there's elements
1: of redemption that could happen yeah yeah for anyone (laughs) he
0: rehabilitates himself by uh yeah uh, whatever yeah, stroking some bears. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I think, but Mitch is—I mean, Mitch isn't. I mean, he is a bad guy, clearly, because in the, I mean, you know, like you were saying about 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 Ben uh, Gates's team—they they endanger the lives of people as well in their crazy car chases. Um, but Mitch is obviously a much worse guy he breaks into people's houses knocks out their fucking dad clones their <laughs> phones I mean he's a bad guy and he's, and he's doing all this in the end it, he reveals it that actually he knew that that, that Cage's ancestors were not uh, were not assassins to, 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 to Lincoln that in fact it was all a big ruse that he set up just so he could get Cage to lead him to the Golden Temple yeah under to, the ground. to get
1: his name in the history to get the Mitch name the man. out there
0: yeah. <laughs> who found the golden temple <laughs> yeah. which is not true yeah i don't what was their fucking but literally as soon as they go in like what 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 were they thinking because literally i mean it seems like it would be so easy to be trapped inside there i mean at one point at several points and very much at the end it looks like they're gonna all die down there
1: well there is something i learned from national treasure one yeah and it's it's it's, it's basic it's basic um basic building in a lot of uh, ancient temples and stuff like that. Right. That there's always got to be a second way out. You are, right. Because if you're sealing up one entrance for for someone to find thousands of years later, how are the men who built it going to get out? Unless Ah. it is some kind of, like...
0: Mystical shit.
1: Or, like, (coughs) one-eyed willy from the (laughs) Goonies, where (laughs) he's got his, like crew to build all these traps and stuff like that, and then killed them all. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some kind of old...
0: Yeah, yeah. You always
1: hear it in like old like pirate stories where they <laughs> yeah. get the they get the crew to build or the do you know what I mean? Like and yeah, then, yeah. then they kill the crew so nobody knows, but there's yeah. just one man who <laughs> happens to get out. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know, yeah, maybe that was.
0: But but so we we have this scene where which is actually similar to Pirates of the Caribbean has, has that bit where uh, Johnny Depp and uh, Orlando Bloom have a fight over that bit of wood. It's like a bit. It's a bit of wood that keeps slapping them in the face. It's sort of spinny bit of wood. And they have another spinny bit of wood in this that turns the door. Um and uh, and basically you've got it takes two strong men, i.e. Mitch and Ben Ben Gates, to turn this thing. And basically Cage is put in a situation where he's gotta essentially either sacrifice himself, his parents, or his ex girlfriend, or Riley, but no one gives a shit about Riley. Um and in the end he basically says, Look, I'm gonna stay behind and I'm gonna open the door for you guys but somehow that doesn't go very well. Um, and then what and then what happens and then basically Mitch ends up being the one on it and he's like look I'm gonna kill myself uh, uh. well
1: the current just gets too strong <laughs> Ben gets trapped by a door but before they even like he manages to get out but there's a crazy moment inside this tomb with like that just reminds me of like computer game and like made me excited because I'd love to play that in a computer game <laughs> yeah. where on this kind of like tilt a table just like oh on, yeah on, on like um yeah d- yeah it's like balancing like I don't know, balancing a um a beer mat on a pencil kind of like <laughs> yeah, yeah. scenario and they've got to get the weight right but then there's a ladder that's just out of reach
0: yeah so you've kind that's of that's a got great a- scene actually yeah
1: and like I just love like you can you can see that in like an Uncharted game or like yeah, a, yeah. a Tomb Raider game and it's like
0: almost exciting to be like oh yeah oh how would you figure that out like it's actually quite fucking scary as well. There's moments where, like, Mitch is a—I mean, he's a brave man. He literally—he's the first one to jump onto that rickety ladder. I mean, it literally does break, the, like the second wrong breaks yeah. as he climbs up it. I mean, it's super spooky. I'm, I'm afraid of heights as well, so it really gets. Well, to the
1: you said shit. as well. You're having heart palpitations. Yeah, yeah. But like, and it had the classic. Like these films wouldn't be the same without the bottomless. <laughs> yeah. oh
0: it does have a bottom though doesn't it because you see some skulls at one point yeah but obviously like, <laughs> yeah, to it them, is effectively bottomless. to them
1: you just see you just see the darkness like, and i'm not talking <laughs> no, about but justin and dan hawkins yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i believe
0: it i think God, uh, not them <laughs>
1: that would have that would have been oh, some man. would argue far scarier <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so they get in there. Oh yeah, Riley's still. He's Riley's like shouting up. And he's like, "Oh, what are you doing up there, Mitch? Is there any girls up yeah. there, Mitch? Any yeah. pussy?"
1: <laughs> but when they find like just before they get out, they find like the gold room, and even Riley then is trying to put like bullion Huge into his heavy backpack. Every fucking shit! And that's all he cares about. It's gold and pussy. <laughs> It's literally, I was like, you're over-incumbent. You're not going to do it, Riley. You can't You can't move. And then they get out and everything seems to be A-OK. Yeah.
0: And, um... Mitch is dead. And we, in a real sad scene, we sort of see all the water run over his face. Yeah, it?
1: which is very... Like, really it felt manic. like that could have definitely dealt with being on the cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah. And we just
0: sort of see his face submerged in the... Ugh. <laughs> it's a dark tone. And
1: they are pulled straight out of the tomb to go see the president. Yeah. Who talks about, because he had given Ben Gates the location to the uh, Book of Secrets, and had said to him, look on page 47. And in this moment, he shows them, like, oh, here's the newspaper for tomorrow. Like, don't worry, your family name has been Clear. pulled from the mud. Yeah. And, like, He says, did you have a chance to look on page 47? And Ben Gates replies, yeah, I believe I can help you with that. Which, for me, screams that they are leaving them freds loose for a sequel, which is like, you fuckers. Wait, 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 say that again, sorry? Why do you think they're leaving the freds, sorry? Because the president said to him, like, just before he leaves, like when he gives him the location of the Book of Secrets, he says, one more favour for me. Have oh. a little look on page forty-seven, yeah, yeah, and then brings it back up at the end, oh. and says like, "Did you get a chance to look on that page?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll be able to help you. I'll be able to help you with that,
0: Prez Oh, you, I didn't even fucking know that. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, So like, because one of my other points was going to say there were no cliffhangers. I didn't think there were. Or not cliffhangers, but like, like for another night Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah.
1: So like, I don't know. Like maybe page. I don't know the 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 sequel could have been called like National Treasure page 47 Sounds <laughs> <laughs> looking serious yeah yeah like ooh, like, ooh, like and I, I, i'm just like but there is where they could have left it yeah for an ending yeah. yet they oh, have two God. more endings
0: oh no what are they oh yeah so riley's car one. well no they have
1: before riley's car they have um like kind of them all having like fireworks going off and, like, Riley manages to, like, meet a girl who actually knows that he is who he is. Yeah. Uh, he drops
0: some ceramics. Yeah. pen and
1: <laughs> Abigail, like, talk about, like, a dispute they had earlier about, like, tables that he was going to move out of her apartment. <laughs> he's and like, keep she's like, the tables. She Yeah, she's like, he's like, keep the tables, don't worry. She's like, well, I'd like to keep the tables and maybe you can move in as well. She
0: just wants the tables. It's just a, it's a love, <laughs> <ruse. laughs>
1: and that would have been a lovely bow on the film and could have been done with. Yet we have to get this horrible tacked-on scene at the end Ugh. of Riley with his Ferrari with a note from the,
0: the president. president? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what honestly? Why would the president have any idea about his fucking, uh, you know, bills, this the, 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 the six million that he owes or something? like Why does he know about that? and why is why is the president just giving favours to like a criminal a parking violation criminal jumped
1: up pricks who have Ferraris as well who I may add as well can't even fucking drive a Ferrari (laughs) the moment he gets into it reverses
0: straight into another car (laughs) I know I really wish I hadn't had all those false endings to be fair when you see the fireworks going off over Mount Rushmore it should have ended there boom yeah that's it that's fine that I mean what the fuck? Why have that tax on Riley thing? You know, I think sometimes films with sidekicks, you know there are a lot of films with sidekicks, they get this impression that we really love the sidekicks. And this was a film where I don't think that Riley was funny enough or interesting enough to warrant that kind of affection. So 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 in the end we definitely didn't need to see another bit with him. You know, he's not the Shrek donkey. We don't really like him. You know what I mean? No, he, no. He's just a fucking he's a bit of a dick.
1: The main man we're here for is Ben Gates. Because he's something about him is endearing compelling and like charming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um so that is it for the film. Is there any other points that you would like to bring up, Bob? Is there anything that's like niggling
0: you about this film? Um I think we've I think we covered it. I think we covered it just about. I think it is there there is there's an I think you mentioned it earlier, I think the idea of it being that like there's an educational vibe to the film. Um I film I feel a little bit educated, even though I'm not sure if what was true, what was false. Um <laughs> but i i feel that um it it's an inspirational film maybe for for the el ninos for the little children i feel and uh, maybe 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 some kids will want to grow up and and read some cool books or go uh, you know hunting for the magic treasure
1: so is that you giving this an endorsement for saying watch this film absolutely
0: i would definitely I would, I would especially recommend it for 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 the families <laughs>
1: i would recommend this film like Not just for families, but if you are very hungover, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) stick this on and it will make you like get a nice little takeaway in maybe a curry, like our chicken tikka masala, Pashwari na. I want
0: to watch it again now, (laughs) Pilau rice.
1: We'll get some onion barges. We'll we'll maybe have a shandy because we're still feeling a bit fragile from the (laughs) night before, but we still want to take the edge off a little bit. Um, (laughs) Stick this on. Because it's fun, like it's like like that's what it is. You can tell Cage is having fun. You can tell the cast are having fun, and like just to see, yeah, like these Oscar winners and like I don't know, kind of serious talent just having a bit of a almost like the equivalent of like a kick around jumpers for goalposts <laughs> down the local like fields. Yeah. It's just kind of and it's it's like, it's, it's very light and fluffy, <laughs> but. I thoroughly enjoyed it I would recommend it so let's have a look Bob if we are vindicated by the world wide
0: web yeah let's see
1: how do you think we're going to do do you reckon we're going to get there is this
0: this out of 100 is this on the Rotten Tomato well we are going to see what scores we have got
1: we have got three scores those are from IMDB Rotten Tomatoes and Common Sense Media who I have never heard of before but that is what Google has given me
0: I reckon it got like a a 7
1: on IMDb well I'm going to give you three scores right now and we'll discuss whether the internet is full of fucking morons (laughs) or lovely blokes like me and Bob IMDb gave this film a 6.5 out of 10 close Rotten Tomatoes a 36% well, I feel is very harsh, and common sense media. I don't know who the fuck they are, so <laughs> their opinion doesn't really matter. But a two out of five,
0: two out of five. Whoa, this, that's weirdly harsh. Maybe maybe I was just really in the right zone for this, and those guys weren't. I don't know, but I I just don't think it it, it warrants that kind of negativity. Like like especially what was that thirty thirty three percent on what was thirty six percent yeah. 36%. yeah. I think it deserves a bit more than that. I mean I've seen some real pieces of shit that get more than that. Dear Christ. Uh. I, I I am
1: I am convinced that next had more than thirty six percent. Ah I mean on, yeah. on tomorrow. And that is a Undeserved. travesty <laughs> yeah. compared to this this utter joy that is National Treasure Prophet. Maybe Secret. this is
0: part of the this is the curse the the the, tre- the treasures curse of family films is that they'll never really unless they're classics, like you know, your home alone and stuff People people will never sort of embrace them because they don't have enough adult content. So, it's you know, kids aren't on IMDb going, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Well, I know. don't know if they're anything like the kid in this. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. they probably are. <laughs> and trying to accuse your ancestors of all sorts while they're. Yeah, like... <laughs> they're, they're,
1: they're, they're a bit more highbrow.
0: Is it, is, it, is it directed by Jim Jarmusch? <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, John No, it's John Turtle Some, of, some <laughs> of his
1: lesser work, actually. <laughs> so. Um, that is what we thought about the film, that is what the internet thought about the film. So there's only one thing left to do, and that's to say keep on searching for that treasure guys if that may be a physical thing if that may be a spiritual thing if that may just be a connection with another human being please do not find connections with animals unless it's just the dog that you want to hold and cuddle and give a little stroke don't be putting fingers in no bums because that's no good for nobody and that's not going to unlock any caves for hidden treasures that's just going to unlock a lawsuit and a lot of time in prison so uh, I have been Petros Pat Silibus.
0: I've been Bob we've uh, been
1: caged in uh, you've been lovely mate. and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles Cinecast, Caged-In Copa Connections, a Town, Limerie, Maine,